Hey, it's Brian Haney, the voice of the Jayhawks, and you're listening to my main man, Ross Volkmer. He may be a Husker, but he also knows how to rock chalk. And you're listening to the Morning Blitz right here on 1025 Rock. About uh, 20 till the top of the hour here on a Monday morning. Glad you're with us on the Morning Blitz. As always, get your thoughts and comments in our text line, 785-899-2222. Time to go to the phones. Our guest of the day, our good friend from On3 Sports, Riley Gates, joins us now. He says he had himself a great, he's doing great. Means he must have had a great weekend, right, Riley? Well, the Cowboys didn't lose yesterday, so there's that. I, I mean, how could I not be great? How are you feeling about today, though? That's the big thing. They play oh, tonight. that's right. They do have a game to play, <laughs> don't they? That's right. They didn't get a buy yet. No buy yet. So you know they can't. They can't. Uh, the buy. You know it's. You know it could, they could still hurt you. Are you. Are you feeling good about tonight? You know, I think. I think they're going to. Yeah, I. I don't think I'm feeling great about tonight, but I think I'm feeling okay about tonight. The Cowboys are really good at like. They're really good at getting hyped, losing a big game, and then like everyone's down on them, so they bounce back. They play really well, and then we do the Cowboys thing again. So I think they'll be fine tonight. I think they'll play well. And uh, the national media will start to hype them up again, even though I know deep down they will continue to uh, crush my spirit. Once again, that's Chargers and Cowboys tonight from L.A. Uh, you can actually listen to that game on our sister station, uh, AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, with Westwood One's coverage of Monday Night Football. Riley Gates is our guest, though, from On3 Sports. Let's start with Kansas State, your alma mater. They make the change from Will Howard to go to Avery Johnson because, as Chris Kleiman put it, they were allowing the quarterback to run. Is this the start of the Avery Johnson era, or is this just a flash in the pan for this point in time in the season? Um, it's kind of a tough question, honestly. I, at the time in the game, I, you know, I had a tweet about it too. I was like, I kind of thought, hey, like, I mean, this is this is the obvious changing of the guard, um, and I kind of thought that it'd be Avery's starting job moving forward. The more that I think about it. Um, after the fact, not caught up in the moment, and then hearing Chris Kleiman's comments, I'm I'm kind of leaning more towards thinking it's it's still going to be Will Howard the starter, but we're undoubtedly going to see a lot of Avery Johnson in games, just because I think Chris Kleiman has a, a a dedication to Will Howard. I think he he likes him a lot, just given everything he went through as a uh, as a freshman and just kind of the backlash he got from the fan base. And also just because he's, I mean, he is a proven quarterback. For say what you want about him and, and his struggles this year, he, he won a Big Twelve championship last year. So, I I think I'm kind of leaning right now towards this is still going to be Howard's starting job, and we're going to see Avery Johnson play a lot. Um, but there's no doubt, like, hey, look, the, the the future is very clearly with Avery Johnson. It's just a matter of when. How much do you think they want to preserve that red shirt and only play him four games? Zero percent. Okay. I, I don't. Th- I don't think they care. I don't think he's going to. Um, it, it's it's very simple. I mean, I've stolen it from my friend Zach Carlson at GoPowerCat.com, and and he said it on the the po- the podcast there a lot. Ask yourself this question: If Avery Johnson is everything that he's hyped up to be at coming out of high school. And, and he's supposed to be this great in college, is he going to be the starting quarterback at Kansas State in 2027? If your answer to that question is no, then who cares about the Richard? Because that that's just really what it comes down to. Um, and, I, and I just don't think – I think, A, he's no, I don't think he's going to be here in 2027. I think he's going to end up being very good. 
and could potentially look at going professional. And and B, I just think he's shown too much now, especially in this last game, to redshirt him. I think it would be the only way that he would even potentially redshirt is if Will Howard just just took back over and looked amazing, and there was no reason to play Avery Johnson. But I think it's very clear right now the offense is at its best when Avery Johnson is getting snaps. Therefore, I think he will continue to play, and and I just don't think they care about his red shirt. How would you grade him as a passer? Do we know much about him as a passer? I don't feel like we do, or at least I don't. No, we don't know that much. We've seen flashes. We've seen, and that's been my biggest. Whole, I, I I believe. I mean, in my in my head, in my heart, whatever you want to say, I believe he is a good passing quarterback. I think he can pass the ball very well. He hasn't been able to really show it to us because they just kind of limit him. And that's what I've been kind of trying to tell. You know, I've got a few group texts and everybody's, you know, ready to, to bench Will Howard, start Avery Johnson. He's the future. But I'm just hesitant because they just won't let him throw the ball that much. And, it, and he's a great changeup quarterback. He's been electric on the ground. But what happens when he has to throw the ball a lot? What happens when teams game plan for him a little bit more? And and so there, that's my biggest concern is let him throw the ball because that's the only way that his running threat is going to remain is going to remain a threat is if he's able to throw the ball and, and make teams prepare for more than just the quarterback power. You, I, I admit I was at a uh, dinner party for a birthday when the case to game was gone. So I was kind of tracking as I went along, but to bring in Avery Johnson, because they were given the quarterback spot. I mean, usually you, you run the quarterback more because that's how you get an advantage. You know, you have your 10 blockers and then you have one-on-one with the quarterback to make, to, to get that advantage. I mean, is, do you feel like the offer the state has performed up to the level that people thought it would with all these returners coming back this year? They played well on Saturday, and I have to give them credit for that because I've been very critical of them this season. But no, I don't think that they've performed to the level. But I mean, look, when you have Cooper Beebe, who's who was potentially a first-round pick last year and is, is a, considered basically a lock to be a first-round pick this year, um, and and he's back, and you return all those other starters, and you're parading around your NIL beef t-shirts about how you're bringing back the beef and everything. I mean, they were not good in the first few games and it caused mistakes. You know, Will Howard threw some interceptions early on in the season because of the offensive line, not giving him the protection he needed. And, and he makes a bad decision. Um, like I said, they were improved in, in this game. Um, and, and you have to give them credit for that, but and in fairness, they had some injuries early. It was hurting them. But no, I have not been impressed with the offensive line so far to date. And maybe, maybe that's my fault. Maybe I put the the bar too high for all these returners. But I think when you return the talent you do like this, you have to be better. And so I think Saturday um, was a sign that hey, maybe they're getting back, and and hopefully moving forward they continue to play like that because they're definitely going to need it, especially if this is going to be their offense moving forward. Because it wasn't just Avery Johnson running the ball like Treshawn Ward looked really, really good on the ground. Um, but that only happens if, if you get that consistent play from the offensive line. Once again, Riley Gates, our guest from On3 Sports. I want to change over to KU. They lose at uh, Oklahoma State. How much different do you feel like this season would be for Kansas if Jalen Daniels would just have been healthy? They only have two losses, but to Kent, to Texas, on the road to blowout, which I think the game personally would think would have been closer if he was playing and then a loss, of course, to Oklahoma State, despite a phenomenal showing from Jason being the backup. How different would this season look for KU if, if he was healthy? You know, that's an interesting question because I don't think they beat Texas if he's healthy. I just think Texas is that good. 
Um, and, and I, I just don't think it would have mattered all that much. And then I can sit here and look, I think they lost that game at Oklahoma state because Jason Bean made some poor interceptions down the stretch and, and really kind of put his, his defense in a tough position. I think that's what resulted in the loss, but also at the same time, Jason Bean played amazing and he had what 400 some passing yards and I think five passing touchdowns. So it's tough for me to be super critical of him and Okay, let's say Jalen Daniels plays. Does he? What? What's the numbers he puts up? I mean, if he puts up five passing touchdowns, they're kind of in the same boat. So, you know, I I think they probably win that game at Oklahoma State if if Jalen Daniels plays. But I'm not going to say it's a guarantee. I'm not going to say it's a lock. Um, and so, I it's it's a pretty similar season to this point. Um, and and I think KU still hopeful that you're still hopeful to get him back i think that's when you're going to be at your best i mean i i don't i'll put it this way i i don't think ku is going to beat k-state if jason bean is the quarterback i think if jalen daniels is the quarterback i think ku has an excellent shot to beat kansas state so uh and i'm not saying that it, the season comes down to, to beating k-state that's just kind of my barometer of of kind of how different this ku offense is based on who the quarterback is so um I think they really need him back. I think it's just really puzzling why he's not back right now. And um, I know he's injured. I know it's back injuries can be tricky, but we're kind of getting to the point where I'm just questioning, like, hey, what is going on? How serious is this? Because if it's this serious that's keeping him out this long, I mean, he, he could be done. I just say if you got a back problem and you're playing in a contact sport, that's usually not a good combination. That's how I would put that. That's not great. That's not, <laughs> not great. Riley Gates, our guest here from On3 Sports. Uh, did you happen to stay up through the Colorado game on Friday night? Did you happen to see that whole thing unfold? I admit, I watched it till it was 29-26. I fell asleep in bed. I couldn't keep my eyes open. But uh, what a what an unbelievable comeback for Stanford over Colorado. Well, I was watching it, and... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I was I was on the couch and uh, Colorado was winning, and then I guess I fell asleep and I woke up and Colorado had lost the game. So <laughs> I can't sit. <laughs> I I can't sit here and talk to you about that collapse because I don't exactly know what took place. I, I granted, I went back, I looked at it, uh, I kind of watched some highlights. It's just ah man, that that was it's tough because I think Colorado's a pretty solid team. I think they have a fun offense. Um, but look, this is that's the kind of that's the kind of game that you're gonna get when you have a team like Colorado who who talks a lot and who who gets really you know they get excited by their own performance. They're up twenty nine nothing. They there was not a player on that team, in my belief, that that was looking at that twenty nine nothing lead and said like, oh hey, we got to keep our foot on the pedal. We got to take these guys seriously. Like no, they all chalked it up as a win. They were ready to move on and. And you see what happens as a result of that. Um, it just stinks because I, I don't think they're going to a bowl game now. Um, I, I think they would have been able to squeak one win out the rest of the season had they won that game. And now I, I think they're going to finish five wins at best. Yep, I couldn't agree more on anything that was said there, my friend. Uh, I want to hit you with a couple more rapid-fire ones before we get you out of here. How surprising are you, how surprised are you, I should say, about some coaching blunders in the collegiate division one level, you know, the Mario Cristobal not running out the clock, Dan Lanning going for it on fourth down, really deep in his pretty much deep in his own territory, giving Washington a chance to come back and, and, and get that, uh, you know, and win that game. 
How, how surprised are you at some of these just bizarre coaching blunders? Um, I'm I'm shocked because I think it's it's the easy way to look at it. You and I know that that's the smart thing to do is the the opposite of what they do. Um, but just kind of knowing their personalities, like it doesn't shock me. Mario Cristobal is this old school play to the whistle ends, the clock hits zero coach. Dan Lanning is this aggressive guy who who went for the kill shot. I mean, it's it's not shocking knowing their personality, but man, you just gotta have some self awareness. You gotta you gotta just think logically and and not try to they're going for the big home run shot you know in the case of Dan Lanning and I just don't think that's very smart um and yeah it's 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 frustrating because you and I we're we're always told hey don't don't uh uh recline or quarterback this thing you know hey it's always easy to, to be critical watching on tv but those are just obvious situations when you when you look at this past week, what stood out? I mean, Washington get a big win over Oregon was huge. That puts them in the college football playoff, uh, you know, discussion even more. Were there anything else that stood out here this past weekend? Um, not not a ton, you know, really boldly standing out. I think the Big Ten race is going to be interesting. I think uh, just because you know Michigan continues to throttle opponents, Ohio State's starting to settle in, and um, even Penn State now getting <clears throat> excuse me getting going. This will be a really interesting week, I think, in the Big Ten race. Um, I, I think in the Pac-12, uh, it just kind of confirmed what a lot of us knew is that it's Oregon and Washington and um, USC is three. But, I mean, look, Ross, it's exactly what everybody said at the start of the season. And, it, I mean, granted, their defense didn't cost them this game, but USC isn't serious until they put a defense out there that can complement that offense. And the offense needed to play better against Notre Dame, but um, – it just didn't really matter, in my opinion. It's it's one and two, Washington and Oregon, and then it's the rest of the pack in the Pac-12 conference. Well, hold on here, hold on here. You're you're taking USC over Utah in the in your you pick Pac-12 standings. I'm not. Ooh. I'm not really. I'm not really going to put a lot of stock in Utah until I can get Cam Rising back. Mm, okay, I, fair enough. I just I just don't really think that they're that serious of a of a contender until he's back. That's just my opinion. I'm surprised when you said the Big Twelve, the Big Ten race is interesting. You didn't bring up that unbelievable slog fest that happened up in Madison on Saturday between Iowa and Wisconsin. <laughs> it was very funny. I had the uh, I had the YouTube TV quad box going on with the four games, and in one corner I had Washington and Oregon putting up points every time I looked up at the TV, and right above it was Iowa and Wisconsin doing absolutely nothing on offense. Uh, very funny. It's very funny they play the same sport. <laughs> It is a different style of ball whenever Iowa football takes the field. It is a very, very different style. Uh, great stuff. Real quick, what are you looking ahead here to week number eight? Does anything stand out big to you? I mean, we, like you said before, the Big Ten, it's going to start getting real interesting because the, the big teams are starting to play each other starting really this weekend. Yeah, I mean, that that's just the biggest thing that you kind of – I mean, we all know Michigan's good. We know Ohio State's good. We know Penn State's good. Let's see them play somebody other than Indiana and Maryland and, you know, all those teams. So – that that will really start to get interesting um, in the Big Twelve. I'm I'm excited to see how how Oklahoma bounces back. You know, after a, a massive win, uh, and and they appear to feel really good about themselves. You know, get, getting fake tattoos and making T-shirts about the Texas win. Okay, now get back on the field, focus up, and and let's see kind of how you handle this success. So that'll be interesting, especially for for not only the Big Twelve race but the national championship race. I mean, Oklahoma has a direct path to the college football playoff now if they keep winning. Um, and then the SEC, it's just 
I, I think it's very clear right now it's it's Georgia and Alabama and we're headed for that matchup again in the SEC championship game um, unless someone steps up and, and knocks someone off. So it's we're getting to that point in the season where, all right, the games are really impactful now and we can really kind of start to see a, a clearer picture being painted. Riley Gates of On3 Sports. Riley, it's always great to discuss stuff with you, my friend. Appreciate the time and have a great week. You too, my man. Once again, great stuff there from Riley Gates of On3 Sports. Okay, we're going to get to a break, come back, wrap the show with the walk-off, and talk a little Girl State golf next. This is the Morning Blitz.